what you gonna do, brother, when Corona Mania runs wild on you? You're gonna listen to the Chick Foley Show. What's up, everybody? We're gonna die soon. Uh, how's it going? Um, this is Phil Gentile in the uh, Jimmy's Famous Seafood Studios. Welcome to the show. Thank you for joining us. Sheena Phelps, a.k.a. Chick Foley, a.k.a. the Queen of Pod Style in Virginia Beach. What's up? Not a whole lot. Just over here drink, drinking a brewski and plowing through all the quarantine snacks. Yeah, I went out today and, uh, man, the supermarket was like uh, Black Friday shopping for a for a toy. It was uh, bad, pretty bad. But, Marco, how are you holding up up there in Boston? I'm doing fine. I, uh, I came to find that there's no toilet paper whatsoever at any targets in my area. So that's I didn't know that was a, a hot commodity for... Uh, <laughs> for this thing that's going on. So. Yeah. Aisles aisles full of food, empty aisles of toilet paper, so Yeah, I don't understand but, what uh, the uh the fascination is with toilet paper. I mean I, I I looked at the inventory of my house and we have like fifteen rolls and that should last us I don't know, two months maybe? Uh, you know, at least yeah. at least. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I mean I'm the only one here that officially uses toilet paper, so I feel like I have a pretty a pretty good oh, stock. Yeah. You're good. Um, yeah. Yeah, you know, uh, I don't have like a family using it, but yeah, it's it's pretty crazy how toilet paper, toilet paper won in this whole thing. You know, whoever's out there cranking out the toilet paper, uh, they're they're the winners. <laughs> they're the winners of the coronavirus uh, tournament because man, yeah, it's 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 bad everywhere. <laughs> yep. Uh, so yeah, we'll have a bunch of news on. Obviously, this is going to be a very coronavirus centric podcast, but uh, we'll we'll get through it and make light of it. But we uh, we wish everyone listening and all of your friends and family, um, you know, good health over the next couple months. We don't really know what's going to happen. Um, things like wrestling aren't aren't super important right now, but we're hoping to uh, bring some levity to the situation and entertain you guys for a couple hours here. Uh, on your drive to work, if you're still working, but um, yeah, we uh, we we have to recap uh, a, a couple big nights of wrestling. We have to talk about the uh, Elimination Chamber, uh, the the future of WrestleMania in Tampa, and um, a bunch of new figures hitting the shelves. Um, but uh, yeah, so the the biggest news now, I guess they had a meeting today about the future of of WrestleMania or, or the status of this year's WrestleMania, Sheena. And it mm-hmm. sounds like um, you know we've canceled every single sporting event in the in the world uh, except for WrestleMania. It's going to be a week to week situation here. Um, how do you feel about this? Because I don't think it's too fair to the people that have you know they're hanging on to tickets and and plane tickets and hotels to this thing, and and they're just going to wait and see what happens yeah it's utterly ridiculous honestly i i mean i can't imagine there has to be some sort of like business dealing why, why tampa didn't just go ahead and like shut it down obviously like i don't know what the logistics are of the you know of their of their deal with tampa but it had to be something like if tampa shuts down mania then they're they're on the hook for a large sum of money or they're gonna have to pay wwe a large sum of money i mean that's the only thing i can imagine why this would even still be in play that that wrestlemania is getting canceled i mean they canceled the freaking the new york uh marathon they've canceled i mean they canceled everything around here there's there was actually like a a half marathon that was no it was the shamrock marathon i think it's a marathon anyway people who run gross but um they were gonna go (laughs) they were gonna go run and yeah they canceled all that crap i I mean the freaking xfl is canceled which you know i'm like well vince has got his hands in that so how can he 
you know, I guess WrestleMania is his baby. I don't know. It blows. It really totally blows my mind. And I think it's I think it's really crappy that they're just going to keep people on the hook, like with travel arrangements mm. and hotels and, you know, plane tickets and WrestleMania tickets and access tickets and like all, all of this stuff that people have like poured money into. And some people the sad thing is, is like some people like this may be their only mania. You know what I mean? Like experience like they may have saved up for God knows how long to wait to go to mania and like, like for them to just go upside down because WWE is being selfish, like is ridiculous, you know? hundred percent. Yeah, it is super frustrating. Hopefully we have some kind of clarity over the next couple of weeks here, but uh, I know all the schools here in Maryland are closed the next couple of weeks. They're threatening to close, you know, businesses, obviously all this, you know, the two, two of the things in, in, during the course of the year that I'm most looking forward to is WrestleMania and March Madness. And it sounds like, you know, yeah. one of those things is definitely not happening. So, yeah. It's oh, been... March Madness got canceled. It's yeah. already, it's, yeah, a, it's, yeah. A, it's, a, it's a done. Yeah. So it's definitely not, not happening. Yep. Um, I don't know if they'll maybe think about moving WrestleMania. I, I really don't know what they're thinking, but it, yeah, it sounds like it's got to be something tied up, whether, you know, one of the, one of the two doesn't want to budge, whether it's the city or Vince McMahon, probably Vince McMahon. But, uh, I would say it's I would say it's Vince McMahon. Um, yeah. yeah, it's it's the hard thing is with wrestling. Not that it matters. Like this, like wrestling literally has nothing to do with like the health and well being of the population that is planning on attending Mania, right? And and the talent. You know what I mean? Like they're putting their talent at risk too, which is really freaking selfish. But it's it's like it's just so ridiculous to me that they would even. Um, I can't remember. Oh, I freaking lost my point. I had a really good point, and then I like lost it come back to me you'll get, you'll get it you'll get it okay marco what are your thoughts on this before we uh go through the credentials here uh yeah i was kind of shocked myself that uh they didn't actually decide to uh, just go by like a week by week or basis on this decision um where like you said every other major sport actually just closed down for the rest of the for their season so um nhl was pretty much last i think they're just finishing out the season and they're not going to do like the playoff part of it um which I know a lot of people around this area, man, because the Bruins are probably going to be in the playoffs. <laughs> so I, I heard those like whispers and stuff, but like, yeah, I'm, I mean, it's it, obviously there's money involved, a lot of money, because um, they they build. I'm assuming they build everything already. Like, Saint is probably already set to go. Um, yeah, and to for them to like all the labor that was put into all the people that they, you know, the workers that put in the work to build that stage and all that stuff. Um, that's what they're probably thinking about as well. And the, the, the city's going to lose a lot of money at the same time too. So that's another huge hit, like all the revenue that they're going to get from like yeah. people visiting all over the world and people visiting from across the country and stuff like that. So that's all, I mean, it's a huge factor in that it's like, it's one main big event that they have in Tampa right now. And and then I think they're pretty much deciding on the, the amount of money they're going to lose. That's why it's probably taking a little bit longer than, you yeah. know, like the NBA and every other sporting organization. I mean, it's pretty bad. Yeah, when... a lot of those small businesses like really count on that that revenue to come in. I mean, a lot of the, they're like they have paper thin margins as it is, and so a lot of those like you know small restaurants and like shops and stuff like they depend on these big events to come in. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really sad to see what what's going to be the outcome of all this if it does get canceled. And my mom brain came back on on circuit, and I remember my point <laughs> was was that the point. Um, 
that I was trying to make is that it's really hard with wrestling. Like with sports, right? You you cancel a game, it's just it's just a wash, right? You put it in the you put it in the radio or the scoreboard, and it's it is what it is. But with um, wrestling, there's storylines involved. So now it's like, oh crap! Like we've built all of these storylines to this culmination, you know. And what are we going to do if we cancel it, right? Like, how are we going to drag these storylines out till summer? Um, like, especially like Goldberg, you know, like people will freaking riot if we have to look at Goldberg through the summer. You know what I mean? I'm going to riot if this coronavirus takes Tom Hanks from us because, I mean, that guy, yeah. he survived uh, Somali pirates, uh, yeah. you know, plane crashes and and, yep. and crashing, you know, on on He's, wherever whatever happened in Apollo Eleven, I don't even know what happened in that movie. Apollo Eleven, <laughs> Apollo Thirteen. Uh, whatever, I've never seen that movie in my life. Uh, it's just it's just a movie set to an Aerosmith song. That's all it is. That's Armageddon. That's, That's Armageddon, isn't it? That's Armageddon. Oh, shit. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll edit, I'll edit all that out. Yeah. We're not. No, we're keep not. it in. You gotta keep it in. I'm not gonna we're edit, gonna Marco. I don't edit anything. I don't even know how to edit anything. <laughs> oh yeah, we gotta, we gotta keep, uh, we gotta keep our space talk to a minimum. We are definitely not space movie buffs. Over, yeah, over in the, we're gonna get killed. Um, but yeah, but yeah, he also did run across the country too. Oh, so. true. And, yeah, and he survived. And he survived Sid's house. Oh, he yeah. Got about yeah. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can't think of any more Tom Hanks movies. So, yeah. Um, check out our new shirt designs at, uh, this is quite a uh, transition, prowrestlingtees.com slash Chick Foley. Uh, we have three new shirts. We have an In Your House inspired t-shirt, uh, Saturday Night Main Event inspired t-shirt, and a Dare to Keep drug Kids Off Drugs t-shirt that uh, you will definitely love. ProWrestlingTees.com slash Chick Foley is the place to do it there. Uh, you can follow Sheena on Instagram. It's at Chick Foley. And uh, I run the Twitter account at Chick Foley Show on Twitter. And uh, if you guys want to hit us up, it's ask at ChickFoleyShow.com. And send uh, anything via DMs or Twitter or wherever you want to hit us up uh, is the best way to do that. Um, let's get into wrestling here really quickly inside the squared circle. And this is sponsored in part by our friends at Chalkline. You can use code CHICK, C-H-I-C-K, for 15% off of your order there. Um, interesting to, to – it sounds like SmackDown is going to be going from the, the Performance Center, and NXT was the other night as well. Um, mm. Do you think uh, – A? I mean, if I was AEW, I'd be scrambling right now. I know they've they've said their next week's episode of Dynamite is going to be from Jacksonville. Um, yeah, but I would I would mm-hmm. say they just need to find a, a home base, and I guess they probably have that in Jacksonville already, uh, and just like basically rent a place. I mean, because arenas right now are probably dying for any kind of you know uh, money coming in, so they should just basically have their show from the same place over the you know kind of like full sale, uh, because they have a bunch of storylines mm-hmm. going right now that they really can't afford to uh, take a break from. Um, I know you didn't watch Sheena, but Marco, what did you think of NXT and AEW uh, this week as we get closer to Blood and Guts, Inner Circle versus The Elite? Um, I thought both I thought both shows are really good. I did my usual simultaneous <laughs> watch of both shows side by side. Um, I, I always miss uh, Velveteen Dream's promos, and I'm so mad. But um, yeah, but I, I love both shows. Um, I like uh, Hangman's Partner. I'm getting a little bit sick and tired of the end, the brawls at the end. They do literally at every single show. Um, I'm not sure if you hate them as well, but they literally like every at the end of every AEW show, it's just literally all the factions come out and fight each other. 
that's how they end the shows every week and it gets yeah it's like they're afraid it's like they're afraid (laughs) to have like a definitive ending you know like somebody just like standing tall at the end of the show yeah so weird it's like let's do everything opposite of wwe as much as we can so so we'll just copy wcw's endings of their shows um but other than that um the performance center show was kind of (laughs) weird seeing that at first i was like i didn't notice it i was like i thought it was just like one layer of like rows of people i was like that's kind of strange they had the lights really dark um but then i noticed it was that and i like the little platform that they had too that's where uh, velveteen did his thing and if you watch it at the end uh, you see gargano and champa uh going back and forth at that top platform and then um the big the big spot at the end where tomaso um crashed uh, gargano through the table off of the platform it was pretty sick um but yeah they, they use that whole performance center to like to fight pretty much they fought all over the place um, I didn't. I I like the number one contenders matches as well for the women's titles. Um, those are awesome. Um, other than that, uh, how do you guys feel about the death triangle? Because we didn't get to talk about that last week. Really, yeah. I don't think we brought yeah. it up. No, we didn't. Yeah, it was a, it's an interesting uh, pairing. So it's what the Lucha Bros and um, uh, Pac are yeah. a new stable now. It's I mean. I love stables, and I wish the WWE would do it more to promote guys, but I just feel like they're kind of throwing people together at this point. You know, like, that's just an odd pairing. Am I wrong? Yeah, it is. I mean, yeah, I mean, they they do go together because of the aerial, like, attacks that they do, I'm assuming. But uh, they already have, like, theme music and a video entrance and all that stuff. So at least they're not, like, just mashing their songs together like some companies do out there. No, I'm joking. Um, But, uh... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, no. At least they, at least they're like making an effort to like an actual group. And I actually kind of like all three of them together because they're all pretty like they all like they're all pretty sadistic with their uh, yeah, <laughs> with their move sets and they're like they, I think it kind of wor- it looks weird just all three of them together because obviously Pac's not wearing a mask, so he kind of like sticks out in it. But the way they move and the way their move set is pretty similar to each other, so I actually like it. What uh, what do you see happening next week as we find out who the uh exalted one is going to be i guess that's going to still happen um i mean there's rumors of it i put a poll up on the twitter account today of who people think it's going to be and it's pretty much neck and neck between luke harper um and uh matt hardy and uh i mean they've they've just kind of drawn this out for so long i don't i don't know if they'll just go in a completely different direction or what but uh are you are you ready for that yeah yeah i think uh, i think a lot of uh people actually yeah, a lot of people think um, the person that Jake the Snake is bringing in is actually Luke Harper, and he's not the exalted one to uh, to take on Cody Rhodes. That's his uh, that's his pick. That's his guy that he's gonna take the piece of Cody's pie from, apparently. So that's another thing to look go for. That they didn't really, I don't think they really delved on it this week. I don't remember them. No, going no, no, he did. It was, Lan- it was Lance Jake. Archer. He was uh, he was revealed as Jake the Snake's client. Was it? Yeah. What did, how did I miss that? Yeah, uh, I don't like that. It, man. Come on. Yeah, I must have missed that. Jeez. All right. Yeah, then that's horrible. Um, so, yeah, so Luke Harper's going to be exalted one then. <laughs> I'm going with that. Um, I don't think it's going to be Matt Hardy. That's too, like, I think that's way too predictable, but I could be wrong. But in his, like, if they're going to do the broken thing, I'm not sure if they're going to go that route, but it seems like they're going that route. The broken Matt Hardy character really doesn't fit yeah, the Dark true. Order at all so maybe he isn't doing the broken Matt hardy gimmick but if he is i don't think that's happening i think it'll probably be luke harper but i'm not sure if he's been practicing on his mic skills because i don't remember him being that great 
and the WWE with like speed and stuff. Let's take a step back to Elimination Chamber. I did not watch Elimination Chamber, but I know Whoa. Sheena did. Yeah, no, it's I had. Oh, that's right, you did it. We were all. Yeah, that's right. I forget what I was that's doing. Right. What was I watching? You uh, said you're at a bar. You said you're at a barbecue or something, or well, yeah, know. I had some friends over. I went somewhere. I forget where I was, but yeah, I just didn't end up watching it. So, how Sheena? Tell me how Elimination Chamber was. She's still here. She she I left. Don't know. She was tired of us talking about AEW? I guess so. All right. <laughs> what, uh, what was the match of the night? I heard the Daniel Bryan match was awesome. I heard you know the women's match. You guys were, were kind of joshing me. I know I jumped into the Discord chat uh, that we have with our Patreon subscribers, and everybody was in there talking about the uh, the women's elimination chamber being a little predictable. But uh, how, do you think that's set up well with having Shayna win that? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, everyone knew Shane was going to win anyway. I think I think they used the Elimination Chamber match to just showcase her and who she is because a lot of people don't – she's on a, now she's on, like, a grander stage. So I think they just – it sucks that they use all these um, women to, like, basically she just trampled over all, all of them. Like, she's the first person to eliminate everybody in an Elimination Chamber. Did you know that? Oh, she eliminated every single person? She eliminated everybody. Wow. Yes. No one pinned each other. She eliminated every single competitor saw, in that match. I saw her smash the <laughs> hell out of uh, Liv Morgan against the side of the cage. That was a pretty brutal, brutal Yeah, it was move. pretty epic. Um, yeah, yeah so it, she just... It was her and Asuka yeah, at the end? Yeah, her and Asuka. She was, yeah, obviously, she was the last one. Um, so that that was a little... She didn't beat Asuka as easily as the other ladies in the, uh, in the match. So that went a little bit... Um, but yeah, she just pretty much just demolished everyone. And like I said, I think they use that as like a a way for them to showcase who she is and like how dangerous she is. Because a lot of obviously, if you've never watched NXT and you only seen that one match on on Raw, you're not going to get the full effect of Shayna Baszler. So I I mean, a lot of people hated it because that she just they just copied what Brock Lesnar did at Royal Rumble, him just tossing everyone out. But at the same time, I seen it as a great way to promo her and show how dangerous and how like how much she is a threat to Becky Lynch. Yeah, I'm excited um, about that. Well, I mean, I'm excited about that match. I don't know if it'll still happen now, but uh, I mean, I think it's a good with Roz with Ronda Rousey kind of not in the picture still. I mean, it's going to be a full calendar year because her last appearance was was WrestleMania, I believe, and uh, yeah. she's been gone an entire year. So. Um, I guess they're trying to kind of fill in the storyline. I'm sure this was supposed to be Becky versus Ronda, but uh, I'm I'm happy with Shayna getting up on the on the main roster and you know showing out. And I think she ends up winning. I just feel like people wanted a little bit of a change, and uh, we have so many face champions. You know, if Roman and and uh, Drew both win, or you know whatever happens there, I think I think moving the title on to Shayna does make sense. Uh, we'll get Shayna is yep. tending to the. Uh, the future women's champion. So we'll get her back on the line when she's done with that. So we'll revisit Elimination Chamber. We'll see who won the the coveted title. Uh, on to Raw. I'm back, baby. Oh, she's back. Damn, she must have heard me talking about her. <laughs> <laughs> women's intuition. It yeah. Happens. It's a real thing. So where, where did where did you guys get to? Man, the future women's champion, she – uh. I thought she was going to kick out, but it uh, looks like she's down for the count. Nice. We were talking about Elimination Chamber. We want your thoughts before we divulge who is the new champion. 
Um, I think, sadly, I think one of the best matches happened on the pre-show with Daniel Bryan and uh, Drew Drew Gulak. I think that was a surprise in everybody's book because it was just kind of like, um, you know, like, why, why is this match even happening? And then it ended up being like a super physical, like, map-based, like, brawl that uh, really, really showed the, the talents of both those guys. Like, uh, Daniel Bryan made Drew Gulak look like he could be somebody that I want to see more of. You know what I mean? Yeah, what uh, did you did you see that uh, Daniel Bryan's balls fell out? <laughs> I didn't see it at the time, um, and then I, I went back and like all of them were like censored. Obviously, I didn't like go looking for the uncensored like ball photos. You know, hopefully he was <laughs> hopefully he was manscaped for the occasion. Exactly. But I, I just feel like um, you know. Uh, you got you got you got to take care of that dude you got to wear like double trunks or like have ha- you can't you can't be letting your balls fly out on national television yep that's words to live by right there uh yeah that match i heard was really good we talked about how i didn't i didn't have watching elimination chamber but marco is giving it high praise here um didn't we yeah did we, so what did you think about the what did you think about the outcome like the actual like the the main event you know that's pretty yeah. much i mean everything else is it is what it is dude but what did you think about Shayna? um you know, just the way that she won and kind of like, I don't know if you already touched on this while I was taking care of the future women's champion, but, um, the kind of how, to, kind of how it all shook out. Uh, we, we did talk about it. I like it. I mean, I think it was, like, as I said a little bit ago, I think it was probably supposed to be Ronda versus, uh, Becky in that spot, but I think Shayna fits that well. I think, you know, it was made to make her look strong, obviously, and you had a bunch of people in there. I mean, obviously, we knew Liv Morgan and and, Be- and some of those people, Sarah Logan, were not going to win this thing. Um, you know, when it came down to her and Oscar at the end, there. Um, uh, right. You know, I just think it's it, like Marco said. It was basically this entire match was just made to set her up as look like a badass because a lot of the folks that just have seen her on Raw a couple times haven't really seen her go all out you know if they haven't watched nxt so i think that's, yeah that's you know. i mean after having like my, my knee-jerk reaction was to be pissed off and to hate it because i i, I was thinking like you know why didn't they just give us oscar versus Shayna one-on-one if like that yeah. was the, if that was the ultimate goal here was to like have a face-off between these two these two freaking badasses why didn't they just give us a one-on-one match with some sort of like crazy stipulation like that would have been even better or even like sand stipulation like i think those two could have really put on a match but what kind of the thing that pissed me off at the end is like i could tell like they were making Shayna look like a badass right like they were having her come in and just annihilate the riot squad like nobody even had a chance kill natalia um but they when they gave her oscar it was just kind of like they didn't even give them enough time really to do anything like there was too much waiting around which kind of like killed the crowd i think i don't think the crowd was that great anyway but it was just like like they kept like walking back and forth. I'm like, nobody really cares if it's like the actual time, like just open the freaking cage. You know what I mean? Like nobody's like, Oh, well they let her out too soon. You know what I mean? Like if you're going to book it like that, just let Oscar out and let those two go at it. Um, but like I said, after having a week to like process it and kind of like, you know, take it all in. I do obviously that nobody was even like booked anywhere close, like they were going to actually beat Shayna. So we all knew Shayna was coming out on top. We didn't know how it was going to play out, but I do like that they they put her over in that way because, like you said, the most of the audience doesn't even know who she is because they don't watch NXT. So really, just establishing her as like a force to be reckoned with on the main roster, I think, was really, really important. 
Big time. Mm. Uh, we talked about AEW. We talked about NXT and Raw. SmackDown feels like it was like a year ago now. We talked. About oh my that. God! I know, yeah, doesn't it? That's going to be uh, at uh, at the Performance Center this week, so that'll be interesting to see. And I don't think there'll be any fans, right? They're going to do n- just no fans in the crowd. Yeah, uh, it's going to be uh, just like no audience at all. Um, and then three sixteen day is uh, they're going to have what's that? That's on Monday, so it'll be. Raw is going to be on 316 Day, so Stone Cold is going to be there, right? Yeah, oh, that's cool. Where's that? Where's yeah. that coming from? Are they going to do? Are they still going to do Raw? Why well, they haven't really said what Raw would? They had. We don't know what's going to happen with Raw. Obviously, they've already made plans to move uh, SmackDown from Detroit to the Performance Center, and Raw is supposed to be in Schittsburg, Pennsylvania. Oh man. Um, <laughs> So a lot of people were talking about using this this coronavirus situation as like a hard reset. Somebody even on Twitter said to just basically strip every one of the titles and start fresh, which is the dumbest idea I've ever heard. But I yeah. I, th- I think it's I think it would be a good way to just kind of like I don't know, get everybody healthy, get everybody on the same page, show some like highlight, you know, whatever, highlight clip shows or something and just, you know, just kind of get everything back on track. Get some of these storylines back on track that don't involve uh, giant fake spiders or, you know, like... I just, yeah, I just but feel I like feel like a lot of those are secondary storylines. Like, I mean, you can't... Like, I feel like Rollins has such good, like, like momentum right now. I, well, speaking of Rollins, did you guys hear that Razar tore his bicep and going to be out, like, six to eight months? Oh, my God. Yeah, so like he he tore it on Raw. Um, so it's like, what's gonna be the future of the disciples? Like, Akam's just gonna be this one brooding man. Like, it, it worked so well because it was just like, you know, they were like the the Monstars version of like J and J Security. You know? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, true. That's. I mean, I guess you could use Akam as like kind of like a just a bodyguard now. Um, I mean, those guys. One gets hurt, then the other one gets hurt. Those guys are always hurt. Jesus. Yeah. It's yeah. it's I think when you're when you're that big, I mean, the bigger they are, the harder they fall. You know, you're bound to take have some just like I mean, when you take bumps like that, it's got it's gotta be hard on the old body, you know what I mean? What'd you think about AJ Styles calling out Undertaker by his uh government name? Oh god, I completely forgot about this. Um he didn't just call him out by his by his government name. He also he also tried to allude that like the undertaker was married. Did you guys know that like, un- like the dead man had a wife? Is she dead too? I don't understand. Like what's happening here. Michelle, Michelle McCool. Yeah. Yeah. I, I man, I, I, I'm totally like kayfabe only just like broke my heart know. to know that the, the undertaker was, was married. I had no idea that he was married to another WWE superstar. Um, but all, all jokes aside, I thought it was, Kind of cringy, but I kind of liked it. I don't know. I I felt like uh, on the fence about it. What did you think, Marco? Um, I liked it. He actually continued on um on WWE backstage. He was there. He was there, a special guest, and he actually called him out again. Um, and he basically said something like, "He's just trying to figure out what Undertaker he's facing. Is it going to be the Undertaker? Is it going to be American Badass Undertaker? Is it going to be um mm. all the mm. different types of Undertakers? Is it going to be Mark?" That's what he said. Is Mark going to show up? Like, so they kind of. I think that I'm. I'm not sure if they're going this route, but I'm. I'm. A, I'm thinking this is going to be the last of the Undertaker match. I think this AJ Styles is going to be his last match because they're doing now. They're breaking. It has to be. I Undertaker. mean, why does it have to, to me, be? Like that. That would. It, it, it I mean, has it would to make be sense. because you can't. You can't. 
you can't come you can't come back from that. Like yeah. I, like Undertaker is notorious for just like living the gimmick and like yep. being in being mysterious. in character like yeah, mysterious like all the time. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. even like even him doing that that broken skull session was like really strange to see him like completely just like talk about the business like that and talk about his character like that um because that's just not something that we're used to seeing from him. You know what I mean? And then now this with AJ calling him out and it's really a fine line to, to tell whenever you are dealing with like a mysterious character like that, somebody who has like, you know, not necessarily like mythical powers. He's not like the fiend or, you know what I mean? He doesn't do magic, but he's like the dead man. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like goes yeah. down and goes down into hell and, you know, does all his like <laughs> fi- his fire and brimstone and stuff. Um, and so when you kind of like pull that curtain back, you can't come back from that. You know, like that's like, it's like a freaking, you know, no pun intended. It's like the nail in the coffin. I didn't know Michelle McCool was uh 5'10". That's interesting. She's pretty tall. Yeah, yeah she's a tall lady. Yeah. Um, the, the other thing I found out AJ Styles is he's a collector. Did you guys know this? No, I didn't know that. I've An action figure before. collector? No, he's like... not. He's a what? video game collector. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I didn't is. know that. Yeah, he brings he has, like, a he PlayStation a, with him every everywhere he goes. Well, he actually has a room like they they show like clips of like his like basement or whatever, some room. It's literally just like all old like He's video got games like console, yeah, like there. big uh, cabinets, like big video game cabinets. He would he he has a sealed copy of Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. Oh wow. Like it's like not out, like it's he said that's his most prized possession is that copy of Mike Tyson's Punch Out. And he has different variations of it too. Where did you was see this? Was this on that up up down down when was he was like um yeah, uh, he was, Xavier yeah. was interviewing him, right? Yeah. But I they showed it on backstage as ago, well. But it's been a, yeah, it's been a long time ago since I've seen it. But yeah, he, they do like a whole thing, like walk around with him and they interview him because I guess he, you know, he always played video games with like Xavier and stuff and like, you know, is in the up up down down tournaments and stuff. So yeah, they they interviewed each other, and it was a good it was good. Yeah, he showed his whole like little his little video game Mark Cave. Insane, it's insane, yeah. insane yeah. amount of stuff that he has. But yeah, he's a he's a nerd just like all of us. So mm-hmm. that's good to know. Best that wrestler in the know. world of the past decade is a nerd. Uh, we received word that uh, my favorite wrestler, the British Bulldog, will officially be entered into the uh, the Hall of Fame. Oh, come on. Come. I called it. I've been I've been waiting for this Singing day for praises. so long. You know, he had that. <laughs> he had all those good matches. He had the match at Wembley Stadium. He had the match at Wembley Stadium too against Bret yeah. Hart. Okay, Bill. Okay, um, just gonna put it out there. Looking for a new podcast host. This this position is remote, so you oh don't have to worry God. about catching. You don't have oh to worry about God. catching coronavirus. Nope. Wow. Uh, don't have to even drink Coronas either. Yeah, um, you don't have to drink Coronas either. Yeah, you can drink. You can totally drink Trulies. Now, props to him. He um, he definitely deserves it. It's definitely been overdue. So, um, props to the British Bulldog. I'm sure. Uh, I don't know if his his daughter or his son will be there. Maybe both of them. That'd be pretty cool. And of yeah. course, this is a year that I would love to see. You know, hopefully they still have the Hall of Fame induction ceremony type thing. Uh, even oh if they have to do God. it remote, I think they'll still remotely. Do it. Yeah, I would think yeah, they're still going to do it. You know, they'll do it. I don't. I mean, the Hall of Fame it's, is not something that needs like um, you know a huge a huge audience. But at the same time, like, is it, are people going to want to show up to like induct and like do all the all the things that are required to to do? And who's going to induct the bulldog? You think his probably his daughter and the son. His yeah. daughter is the one that actually posted it first, like on Twitter. Oh, nice. Uh, probably Peter. What's Brett? Peter, Brett. 
Bro, oh, Brett. You know, I thought, like, well, I thought, I thought Brett, but then I don't. When I was helping him. <laughs> <laughs> oh you my know, god! I love the bulldog. You know, he's you know, a, he was a high good that guy. Time, you, know. you know, he was doing drugs and stuff. <laughs> Oh you know, when the stadium, you guys, are, you guys are mocking Bret Hart first. No, we're doing our impression. You smear the name of the bulldog, <laughs> and then I'm working you, on an impression. I'm then the you mock Bret Hart. Oh no, my gosh! Okay, two positions are coming open very no. soon. <laughs> let's get this straight. Hey, I'm the impressionist. <laughs> yeah, no, gonna, I'll, <laughs> do a, I'll do a, a twice a twice yearly podcast when I get uh, my, my kids down. Phil, can you send me the equipment so I can record my podcast? I'll mail it back to you. <laughs> No, yeah. <laughs> I, I I was thinking of something. I meant I meant to mention it earlier. What do you? How cool? How funny would it be if if during these live shows, the performance center, if they, the crowd was completely empty except you had um, the street profits there, like eating popcorn, like in the crowd. Oh my gosh! By themselves, awesome. just reacting to it with like a microphone or something. That would be awesome. I would be I would be into that. I could I could be be down for that. Did you guys um the news about Gronk in deep talks with WWE? Um I gotta hear from the uh from the, the mass hole that we have on the line here. <laughs> what do you what do you think about this? He'll see me choke on my beer. That was <laughs> hilarious. Um I I'm not sure if I dig it at all. It's kinda cause I, we we were talking about this and it's like um, friends at work, I watch wrestling. I'm like, we think it's gonna be like a, he's gonna be in a faction with like Mojo Raleigh and what's that dude's name, Riddick Moss, because they're all like buddies. Oh, that's so we think terrible. that's that's gonna happen because he really can't. He's gonna obviously he's gonna have to train to be a wrestler, so he's gonna need to be around those guys to like to like help help him in matches and stuff like that. It's probably a lot of like if he is in it, it's gonna be a lot of like three man tags and, and yeah. I'm not I'm not I I don't really want to see it happen personally, but. These kind of things, yeah, these kind of things just never work out right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, it takes a very special talent. As much as, like, the the promos and stuff that you see from wrestlers kind of seem like, it's it's not like method acting, right? Like, it's, it's a totally different, like, artistic capability to cut a promo and to be in the ring and to entertain a live audience than it is to, like, be an actor. You know what I mean? And yep. I think, I think, um... People are like, oh, I can get in there and do that. And it just never, I feel like it never connects, you know. I mean, even those guys, the Saturday Night Live guys, you know, they get they do live audience stuff every week. But they're comedians, right? They're not wrestlers. They are not trained to cut promos um, and to, you know, work the cameras the way that they're supposed to. And it just it just doesn't connect unless mm. you're unless you're specifically trained to, like, do that you know what i mean and i feel like gronk is gonna get out there and like say some seriously stupid yeah. stuff yeah he's, he's gonna just try to be himself and he needs to at least become sort of a character like you know obviously mm -hmm. the, the gronk characters become larger than life now but i mean yeah um i mean he's definitely an athletic dude too so i mean i think he'll do good you know physical wise uh we'll see yeah i don't i don't know did you see him at wrestlemania was it 31 or 32 33 whatever wrestlemania gronk got involved in yeah. oh i guess it was it was it 33 against was, uh, gender? it was at, it was, at, it was a was it gender was it, it was, he got involved in the andre the giant battle royal yeah i think it was 33 it was at the yeah in florida I was, yeah, yeah i was, was oh at, my god i was actually there see i don't even know i was there <laughs> I, I can't even remember but yeah it wasn't good he didn't look like he was you know he looked like 
he was like throwing like fake punches and he did like a spear and it was just kind of, you know, awkward. And he was wearing a freaking just a white wife beater. I'm like, dude, come on. Of all the of all you have all this money. You could have bought anything to wear right? yeah. for your for your like, you know, debut in WrestleMania and you wanted to wear like a freaking white tank top looking like yeah. freaking Jer- Jersey Shore. Mm. <laughs> well, yeah, that was not uh, that was not impressive for sure, and we'll see what happens there. I don't know if he'll be a full time competitor. I mean, it'll definitely, I'm sure Mojo Riley prays uh, uh, prays every night that that this happens because he's just been doing nothing uh, except being on main event uh, every week. <laughs> right. Uh, Even Ricochet. Yeah, yeah. Ricochet tweeted out like you know because uh, everybody's been like talking about how unhappy he is. You know, he's going to want to go to AEW. I think he tweeted out yesterday or the day before that he's you know completely happy and you know has no you know just as just as i thought like you know he's yeah on a down part of his career right now but he's still you know pretty new to the wwe scene i think he's gonna bounce back and you know whatever people make and a big, we have big no, deal we, yeah and we have no idea what goes on backstage you know we have no idea if he it, he could be hurt, you know, something could be tweaked. Maybe they don't want to further injure him or maybe they're really setting him up for something like in the future. You know what I mean? Like we have no idea. And we just are, it's so easy to make assumptions um, when these people are kind of like riding in the background, you know, and I do it myself, you know, I'm like, why the hell have we not seen, you know, Alexa bliss on TV or so-and-so on TV, you know, and yeah. you know, ultimately they could be being set up for the biggest storyline of, 2020 we just don't know it yet because we're not there yet you know um so i think it's easy for people now to especially say oh they're unhappy they're going to go to aew whereas before there was nothing else for them to go to so we just you know bitched about them not being on tv now it's now the thing is you know oh they're going to go to aew and i'm like guys not everybody is going to go to aew it's not happening yeah i mean aew is uh definitely a force there but i don't think they're going to sign every single guy that leaves wwe i mean there's been plenty of people that have left that they haven't signed so um and i think that it wouldn't help them at all to just sign every single freaking wwe guy it would just be tna all over again so um we'll see true but i mean their their first two champions have been you know hardcore like mega wwe stars just oh, saying yeah. no that's true i'm sure their next two will be too i'm sure Pac or you know uh cody will somehow win it you know there's, a, there's yeah. plenty of guys, you know, for sure. Yeah, but I agree with you. I don't think I don't think it benefits them to sign, um, you know, every WWE star. And I don't think they want every WWE star. I think they do want to be different and kind of like, you know, comb, comb the uh, the indie scene and figure out, you know, find some new stars out there. Are you guys ready to go to our Go Figure segment? Let's go. Let's do it. Here comes the money. All right, we do it every single week. It's our Go Figure segment. We go out big hunting, buying stuff on eBay, on our Facebook group. We tell you all about it. This is brought to you by our amazing friends over at Ringside Collectibles. You can use code Chick Foley for 10% off of your order. And um, this is the time to do it. You don't want to be going outside and getting sick with all the nasties out there, okay? Stay inside. Click a couple buttons. It'll come right to your door, packaged nicely. You'll be good to go, okay? Um, before we get into that, I wanted to just let everyone know about our Patreon group. We uh, promote it every single week here. Uh, it is patreon.com slash Chick Foley Show. Uh, you can start at a dollar per month, get you access to our Facebook group. Uh, a couple announcements. Our good buddy, Hastel Toy, is going to be hosting a... Uh, 
live sale in our Facebook group exclusively for our Facebook uh, Patreon members. Um, that is TBD. He just opened up a new store in Long Island. Uh, so when he does that, when everything is all set and done, he's going to uh, post a bunch of stuff, get on live and, and, and jump on a video and, and sell stuff directly to our Facebook uh, folks. And our good buddy in the Facebook group, Andrew Bennett, reached out to me today. He has four giant 15-gallon uh, like bins, uh, gallon totes of uh, wrestling cards. And what, he's, he, what he wants to do, unbeknownst to me, he wants to ask everyone their favorite wrestler and basically send, you know, open up all these packs, send them, you know, they're all, you know, they're from like the last five or six years. He says he's just a hardcore collector of wrestling cards. He's going to uh, basically just send us. He knows that I'm looking for some Rey Mysterio cards for my son, so he's going to send those to me. But he's going to post something on Saturday and just basically first come, first serve. You name your favorite wrestler or whatever wrestlers you like and whatever cards he has of that wrestler, he's going to send to you uh, for no charge or, or at least just shipping. I told him to at least charge people a little bit, but he wants to hook people up. And that's the, the kind of things that happen in our Patreon group. Um, it's it's a pretty fun group. We have about 120 folks now in our Patreon group, all helping each other out, um, find figures, and, and we post our live fig hunting videos. It's been pretty fun, Sheena. Yeah, I love I love our crew over there. Um, I feel like we like I, I feel like I don't get enough adult interaction in my like real life. So I'm like, oh my god, what's happening in the in the Foley Fam group? Let's see what people are going live, and um, you know, I get to talk and chat with everyone. So thanks for being thanks for being awesome, Foley Fam. Yeah, and if we uh, we're, we're trapped in our houses for the next several weeks, we uh, we at least have a good group of people to interact with and talk wrestling with. So uh, check it out, Patreon.com/slash Chick Foley Show. A lot of fun stuff going on uh there marco's been finding stuff we've all been finding things for each other and uh the, the the main thing i hear on twitter is how hard it is to find some of these exclusive figures and uh you know we have a, a, a ton of people looking uh and helping each other out so that's you know the be the easiest way to do it uh we can start with the biggest news of the week peyton royce showing up at both walmart and target um and she's, I guess, two per box. I have to give a shout out real quick to my buddy JB Toys. He's at JB Toys One. Uh, he found me a Peyton Royce, sending it out to me. And um, I'm hoping, you know, with, with, you know, not hoping, but you know, with the coronavirus stuff, with all the delays and figures, I'm not really a classy Freddie Blassie fan. Uh, I'm a little too young to remember him. I don't ha really have an exclusive or a, you know, a store exclusive I need to get. Uh, for the foreseeable future, which uh, which does feel good. Like as much as I love hunting these things down, Sheena, um, it it takes a lot of time. It's a, a very time consuming hobby, obviously, and uh, I'm excited about just not having to go to Targets and WalMarts every day. Yeah, I used to like it a lot more um, before I had to like haul two kids into Walmart. You know, when you're when you're figure hunting, like typically. You go in, you see what they got, and then you then you bolt out, right? Um, you can't. It's not that easy when you gotta like, you know, load the the baby carrier into the into the car, and then you know, wipe down the entire cart because you know coronavirus, um, and <laughs> and then you know, put the the toddler in there, and then load everybody up, and make sure everybody's got their hat and their shoes on, and yeah, it's I haven't gotten to get out and do a lot of hunting for these. Um, for the exclusive. So it has been nice because I got a Billy Kay from the group. I got, um, an Anvil from, um, our good buddy, uh, Marco Denton, the MVP. So yeah, it's been nice to be able to like, not have to worry about, you know, taking the, taking the kids out to every freaking store in the area. 
Uh, so before we get into some of the news, I'll, I'll go through my pickups when we go around the table here. Uh, like I mentioned, I got that Peyton Royce coming to me, so I'm ex- really excited about that. Uh, I picked up a Kurt Angle TV guide off of um, eBay, so I'm adding that to my Kurt Angle collection. And uh, I posted on Twitter. I'm gonna, I'm gonna over the next couple of weeks get all my Kurt Angle stuff out before I put it up on a bookcase and just kind of like make a Patreon video of uh, just all the figures I have. I also picked up a, a Jack's Trash Talking Champion, uh, which I saw our buddy at Fig Heel on Instagram post about. Um, and, uh, I thought it was cool. It comes with like three different belts and each belt you put on it, it, you know, the figure, I guess, talks or something. So it seemed pretty cool. And, uh, I thought uh, I needed to pick that up. That was actually wrestle with figs on, uh, Instagram. Both are great follows, but it was wrestle with figs on Instagram who had posted that figure. I'd never seen it before. So I, I picked that up. I also picked up a Jeff Hardy elite, uh, for our, my buddy Darius here in Baltimore, uh, Billy Kay for Kevin Eugene, one of our Patreon subscribers. Uh, the Ultimate Warrior Masters of the Universe figure for our buddy Tom Sliney. And uh, a Pete Dunn for Nicholas Jones, all guys in our Facebook group. So uh, definitely check that out. Um, so yeah, a pretty good week of uh, finding figures. Sheena, what uh, what did you end up finding? So I think I talked about it last week. Um but I finally got the the figures in hand. I got the Mean Gene Pop. Um, I got the Anvil from um, from MVP, and then I got a Billy Kay from oh my gosh, Kyle Haas in the group. Um, so yeah, that was good. And then I picked up a homage um, homage came out with these new uh, WWE shirts. There, I mean, if you don't have an homage shirt, like they're freaking amazing. Um, Oh, my dog just came downstairs and scared me. I thought like a freaking burglar was coming up behind me. Jesus Jesus Christ. (laughs) If I ever get like bashed over the head here on the phone recording the podcast, please call 911. It's in my way. Um, But I got got, uh, the Bret Hart shirt. They have so many awesome ones, but their shirts are just like, I mean, silky, silky smooth, smooth. super, super, super soft. Like they keep you at the temperature you want to be at. They're like the best. Um, And then I ordered a couple of our new designs off of ProWrestlingTees.com. So, yeah, I got that um, in your house in that sky blue. So freaking fire. And then I got a long sleeve in your house in black. Yeah, good stuff. Nice. Long sleeve, too. Wow, I like it. Cool. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to mention our buddy also in the group, Justin Pickard, at Justin Paul 74 DM me out of the blue and said he's got some cards, some angle and some Rey Mysterio cards he wants to send my way. Um, so thank you, Justin, for that. We I appreciate you, dude. And, um, man, it's, it's just, and it is cool. Like, you know, we, we all, I mean, I'm, I'm in there every single day, so I'll, I'll see a figure and I'll remember, Oh shoot, Marco needs this or Chad needs this. And I'll, I'll shoot them a message. Just a super easy way to keep, you know, I love Twitter, but I mean, we follow, uh, over 2000 people. We have, a, you know, 2000 followers, whatever it is. And it's just hard to like keep track of things. It's such an easier, like tight knit group that it's really been fun to, to help people out with stuff. And, uh, I definitely don't mind doing that as much as I hate going to the post office, but hopefully that'll, that'll change soon. Um, yeah. We, we've been telling you, get that, get on that stamps.com. Yeah. Dude. yeah I just yeah. need a scale. I need to buy a scale. I'm just lazy. Marco. What oh my the... God. That's what Amazon is for dog. I know. I know. Marco. I, I what... literally ordered my whole, my whole, uh, <laughs> quarantine haul off of Amazon and they brought it and dropped it off at my door. 
mainland perks, dude. I did want to get your opinion because I, I did go to Aldi today and just stock up on like $200 worth of food for the freezer. Um, mm-hmm. I, I've recently become uh, a big fan of uh, cage-free eggs. I've gone totally. I'd pay the extra dollar fifty for the cage-free eggs. They're delicious. Nice. They're delicious. Yeah. Yeah, uh, anytime you can get, you know, uh, I like the the Vital Farms eggs are my favorite. Um, anytime you can get organic or pasture-raised or, you know, cage-free, any of that, it's, it's definitely going to, you're going to pay for quality and it's gonna, you're going to notice it instead of those battery cage eggs. Can't be, if you're, I hope Marco doesn't eat those because Finer Things Club no, Marco members do not, not no. do not eat battery cage eggs. You know what I mean? Oh, of course not, no. Yeah. <laughs> That's, That's for... a no-no. That's a no-no. <laughs> Marco, what uh, what you pick up this week? Uh, so I picked up uh, a Goldberg because I didn't have a Goldberg on uh, the new uh, the new line, um, as well as because yeah, I think you that's actually yeah, I was gonna grab it grab one for you too as well because I think you were looking for one, but someone in your area grabbed you one. Well, he, did, um, he actually didn't. He went back and it wasn't there, so I'm still on the hunt. Oh no! Hunt. Uh, yeah. Well, I'll go back to my area and see if there's if he's still floating around yeah, there. See it, let me know. Um, a uh, also a Finn Balor in that same set because for some reason you don't bought have that you regular... bought that Finn Balor oh my god I've been seeing yeah, that everywhere why. yeah I don't know why I, I, yeah I I've only seen one they like they don't put a lot of those out I see a lot of like the AJ Styles from that and a lot of the um, Andrades but never really the Goldbergs or the Finns for some reason wow maybe he's pop yeah, they're popular a, around it's a great his parts, figure I mean it's a I'm great assuming. figure yeah a lot of people jacket. think it's like one of the best but. I, I digress on that one. Um, but other than that, um, side note, yeah, uh, Homage, their shirts are amazing. I actually have a um, – I don't think they have it on their site anymore. They did an Ultimate Maniacs one with the Ultimate oh, Maniacs nice. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I have that. I remember when my son was born, uh, he I bought him the onesie, the Ultimate Maniacs onesie, so we were basically Aww. the Ultimate Maniacs. It was great. I, gotta, I have to find the picture. I'll, maybe I'll post it. Yeah, so um, – uh, what was the other thing? Oh, so the big story was looking for a Liv Morgan. Um, no, that was I know that's a totally hard figure to find nowadays uh, without going on eBay and paying like $500 for it um, or finding none on eBay because one will appear, then it will immediately be gone, which is pretty insane. So it's pretty high demand. It's becoming the female Harley Race figure <laughs> pretty much. But um, so I went out throughout the bat signal and was like, hey, anyone see any Liv Morgans around? Just let me know. Um, did not I seen the I seen a post on Twitter from um, uh, what was it? Let me find his handle. Uh, he's from Canada. It's uh, a underscore real underscore zinger. I know we love the underscores here, um, but he posted, yeah. "Hey, I have a Liv Morgan. Um, I need a Wendy Richter. They don't have him in Canada for some reason." Um, I oh got a wow! From, yeah, I got a message from both uh, Phil and. Uh, um, Papa Bear, so um, Kenneth, he uh, Kenneth. actually, they both there. Yeah, they both messaged me on the same thing. So I messaged <laughs> him, but I didn't know that Phil messaged him as well. The guy, so I was like, hey, I have a Wendy. <laughs> I'll give it to you right now. And he, then he messaged me like, dude, he was like, he was like, oh, um, they already messaged me and said you needed it. So it's, it's happening already. <laughs> I was like, I was like, sweet. Oh, um, that's, that's so awesome. Yeah, so, so we did a, basically a trade for it. So I'm, he, I already sent mine out today, so Wendy's on his way. Uh, he sent me the tracking for our live, so 
they'll wow. be in your respective homes. So that was it was really fast, like a fast turnaround. Like I didn't wait. I was like, I'm not messing around with this. I was like, I'm not sure what's going to happen with shipping next yeah. week oh, <laughs> or the next I couple know. weeks. Yeah, for <laughs> so, sure. Let's get this done now. It could, uh, if it gets stopped, oh well. At least we have tracking, so we can track it <laughs> mm-hmm. if we have to. But uh, yeah, so I have I'll Live, and that'll complete the the collectors editions series that I'm that I've been trying to like finish. So yeah, that was a uh, was a fun story. It's great. Did I talk about this last week? I think it might have been after the show. I was selling a lot of like twenty two retro figures that you guys convinced me to get rid of it. it's i basically i have a full set on card i have a full set loose and this was a third set i had started building from just five blows and whatever so you guys convinced me i finally sold it with the ring to a guy on twitter went to the post office and the chick was like oh yeah this is gonna be 94 dollars to ship this so i was like oh i'm not doing that uh, so i went back home and i guess it was because the box was too big and the ring and i just didn't have it packaged in there very well so he basically ended up buying half of them for about half the price, which was fine. Um, so I still have half the retros. Maybe I'll give those to my son. It's just a, maybe a, you know best of both worlds type of thing. But uh, yeah, not that we. I guess we can basically confirm that the retros are never coming. I, mean, I guess you can't say that because the Legends line came back. That took a hiatus. So maybe that's maybe that's all they mean. It's just it's going to be gone for four or five years and come back. But we'll see. Um, yeah, they're just they're just trying to build the thirst. You know what I mean? Yeah, they, they definitely are, for sure. I mean, that's it's pretty smart. Uh, meanwhile, I'm sitting on like eight of those rings, and I'm not sh- those things are expensive as hell to ship, so I don't know where the hell I'm going to send those. But if anybody needs a retro, Mattel retro ring, hit up your boy. If you're listening to this, I'll sell it to you. For Could you price. not just wrap it in like butcher paper? I mean, obviously, if somebody's going to take it out, it doesn't need to be like in a box. You know what I mean? Like if they're going to, it doesn't matter if they're like oh, the corners of the I box. Oh, I see what you're saying. Get like, like ding. Uh, you know what I mean? You could like, you could wrap the actual box in bubble paper, like, you know, like the, the in bubble wrap, and then just wrap the actual box like you would wrap a present in like butcher paper. Huh. Yeah, you could. Yeah. Good call. Yeah, yeah. And if it gets, you know, like you said, if someone's going to buy it, I would, yeah, I would assume they want to take it out and display it or, you know, customize it or something. So, right. Yeah. Good call. Good call. See, that's why we keep you. That's why I keep you around. Hey, you know, listen. Hey. I, I try. I try. I did. That's, want... why, that's why my name's on the building, you know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I did want to talk to, uh, talk to you guys about, you know, we talked about last week. Uh, I don't know if you were on the show at that point, Sheena. I think you were. Uh, that Ringside Collectibles tweeted out that the, uh, the coronavirus has caused some pretty big delays in the, lo- the newest Elite series. And, um, you know, I'm kind of sitting here wondering what I'm going to end up collecting. I, th- I think I'm going to go back. And get this entire Ultimate Edition collection. I think that's my my plan over the next like you know not mm. not not next week. I think like over the next couple months because yeah. if nothing comes out for a while, I'm gonna get itchy. You know, you know. I I think it's really gonna mm-hmm. be till summertime before we see any new new peg new figs on the pegs or or even on ringside. So I mean, mm-hmm. um, I don't know what you guys think. That line has always been a little underwhelming to me, but I mean the prices. I mean you can get you can get both the Ronda and the Warrior for forty four dollars on on ringside. That's a, a damn good price. I already have the Bret Hart. Um, 
I love that Shawn Michaels. I've heard that looks amazing, way better in person than it does in all the pictures. So, uh, yeah, you know, it's not it's not that the line. I mean, I guess because you're an MOC collector, I can see how it would feel a little underwhelming to you. Um, because I, I'm not a huge fan. I've I've said this multiple times on the show and on Instagram and everywhere. I'm not a huge fan of the packaging. I feel like it it could be a little bit more premium for the cost. And if you're gonna call it like the ultimate editions, I feel like it should have like a a, a super quality packaging. Um, but the actual figures are awesome. Like, I mean, the articulation, the additional head scans, like the figures are, are dope. But um, I can see, like I said, like I said, if you're an MOC collector, how you'd be like a little underwhelmed by them. But yeah, they're still sick regardless. Yeah, I feel like that it's, it's one of those lines that is probably made for people to take photos with and take out of the package and kind of lose yeah. a little bit when it's just, you know, turned sideways on the shelf. So. Um, for real yeah because there's nothing there's nothing distinguishable about the the side panels of the box on the ultimate editions you know what i mean like on the regular elites you have like the photos of each of the um the characters um and then on the ultimate edition you don't it's just like a white a white box you know okay all right yeah that makes sense yeah um i'm still gonna buy them all but uh we'll we'll, we all have them on a shelf where i can put them up top and like you know face them face them out so um what about you guys? Are anything you guys are going to kind of go back and collect or, or find now that we have maybe a couple months without any um, new figures hitting the pegs? I don't know. Um, I, well, I mean, obviously, like, things have slowed down tremendously since the Hill husband has been gone over here. Uh, he usually keeps us in business over here. He, like, tracks stuff down. He's, like, he's like the man at that. So I'm sure once he gets back, things will, things will start heating back up. But in the meantime, mm, I don't know. I mean, we, we have so many figures left to freaking sell. Um, but I'm not trying to do that because I'm not trying to take two kids to the post office. You know what I mean? So, uh I don't know what we're what we're looking to get. What about you, Marco? Um, I've been I'm still like any like warrior stuff because I'm a warrior mark, so that's always my go to if I ever like stop. Just like if if it, things get really slow, just go back and just try to find like old warrior figures or magazines or like the card thing that's happening. If there's any like uh, wrestling cards with warrior on it, probably go that way. But yeah, that's. That'd be my uh my thing, um, and I do have all the ultimates except for Shawn Michaels, so I'm probably end up getting that one and pre-ordering the the uh, Cena slash Becky um, when that's coming out. So yeah, I can see myself just slowing down a little bit because everything is looking a little bit grim out there when you go into all the stores now. So. Yeah, for me, it's going to be all the NECA releases that are coming out. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah so it's like I, I don't have much on my WWE radar, per se, but, um, you know, NECA's dropping some some serious heat over the next few months. So that, that'll that be where my, my eyeballs are in the stores. Oh, I was going to say something, but I totally forget what it was. Oh, man. Um Oh yeah, we are, well, you we getting, sh- are you getting mom brain? I'm getting dad brain, I guess. Yeah, my son's yeah. my son's birthday party is on Sunday. I'm gonna, I'm going to be like heartbroken if like, no no, ki- no kids show up to it because of this Corona shit. Oh jeez. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about that. You just have to make it so awesome. Like just like did did you already like send out invitations and yeah, stuff? Yeah, yeah. But I I mean they have like eight people that are confirmed and no one's back. I have one person is backed out yet, but he's someone like that one friend I would always assume would back out because his kids are like sick every other week. 
But uh, yeah. I mean, it's two, day, two days away. I would assume people would have let me know by now. I mean, um, oh my, so. yeah. But I mean, a lot has happened in in oh, the twenty yeah. in, in twenty four yeah. hours. You people know what I mean? If I were just you, waiting, yeah. Yeah, I would do your due diligence and reach out and, um, you know, say, hey, I just wanted to check and see. So that way you're prepared so that that way you can make Nash's day like super awesome from the jump and you're not counting on people's people to come to your party. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. I mean, it will have an entire Wegman sheet cake to eat for the next two oh, weeks. Oh, God. So. You, can mail, you can mail me some. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. I'll eat some. I'll eat some birthday cake. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a good problem to have, I guess. Yeah. But, uh. Yeah, I mean, we have a whole weekend of stuff. We're doing something Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Like, family on Saturday and then friends on Sunday. So, hopefully that'll cushion the blow a little bit. He'll have a bunch of new presents to play with. So, yeah. uh, we'll see. But, yeah, I'm, I'm, my heart my heart is already, like, about to break I for him. I know. Yeah. Oh, poor you Nash. Know. It's all right. It, it'll, be, it'll be awesome. I tried to explain it to him. Like, you know, you know, people if people can't come, it's, it's not because, you know, we're not going to be mad at them because it's, you know, people are getting sick. You know, it's hard, yeah. to, hard to explain. I mean, you're, both of your kids are, I mean, Marco and... and too Tina. young. Mine, yeah. Mine's too young. He doesn't yeah, know what's going four. on. He's, yeah. he, started to, he started to come to life a little bit, so... <laughs> come to life? <laughs> like when, when they're about to drop the, the third arm on Hogan and he starts shaking and hitting people? Yeah. Yeah, pretty yes. much. You're just like, yes. you, so you say things to him and he's just like, what? Huh? Why? He's doing the whys. He's asking oh, why all the time now, yeah. so it's like, yeah, you can't. I can't hide things no. anymore. You gotta like be straightforward or try to lie a little bit. But there's always the whys. Why? Why? I'm like, oh god. No. Give it another. Know, dude. Give it another year, dude. Tonight, my son called me up and asked me, "When once we die, will people step on us when we're in the ground?" Oh my god. How, how do I answer that question? <laughs> you, ever, <laughs> you ever see those? Uh, you just say. You just say, "Yep." Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that happens. Yeah. Did you ever see those stories where like it's uh, creepy kid stories where like it'll be parents writing like I think that's on I think it's actually on Reddit. Yeah. So they just tell stories about their kids like yes. talking about how they seen like a grandparent or that's oh, been dead for like man. years and stuff like that. I that can't would, wait for that. To that happen. would freak me out. I can't. Read yeah. That's that. <laughs> like oh I seen grandpa. And they like say exactly what they're wearing and it's like a photo that like. That you have in your, like your living room, and they're wearing the exact oh same my thing. God. Like, oh yeah, yeah. dancing, or oh, we've been playing in the backyard and stuff. And then the the parents are just like, "That's that, this is the most freakiest thing ever." I, yeah. I don't want him to do that. that would yeah, be, dude, kids I, kids are the best things ever, but they are creepy AF, dude. Oh, like yeah. they they literally, I feel like I do feel like they have like superpowers sometimes. Like sometimes, <laughs> like I'll be I'm sitting here like watching the monitor, and I feel like you know when I do get to get up in the evenings and like watch the monitor and make sure I'm like my biggest fear is like seeing some sort of like like paranormal thing oh, like yeah, in, definitely. On, on the on the baby monitor because baby monitors are creepy, right? Like they're just like yeah. so um, paranormal activity, so, you know? Yeah, yeah it would it's, shut it's off very paranormal activity. Yeah, so it's just kind of like you think you're gonna look over and like something's just gonna like pop into the screen, all like scary. <laughs> Maybe I just watched too many too many horror movies. Oh, actually, we could tie this back into wrestling since we're all, we're off on a total tangent. Remember when um, the fiend was on the Miz's baby monitor? That's yeah, exactly yeah. that's. Exactly Exactly what I feel like. We forgot to mention the uh, Masters of the Universe. The second wave is, has been hitting uh, stores uh-huh. the last couple of weeks. Marco yep. is in a huge FOMO about he needs yeah. that whole series. So, uh, yeah, I guess I should ask the heel husband if 
I should be looking for those. Uh, yeah, yeah, they're pretty cool. Uh, I mean, you can. It's cool. You can snap off the, like the arms, the head, the legs, and and kind of switch everything around. And they're mm-hmm. they're yeah, pretty they're, similar yeah. like body to the Remco's. So if you have if yeah. you ever collect those, but um, they're really awesome. I'm like obviously if you're like a He-Man kid back in the day, and you like, and then you love wrestling, and now they combine the two, it's even more. You're like, oh my god, I want. Them I know, all. but can we just like. We- <laughs> We probably have like some new listeners every week or people that have only been with us for like, you know, a, a few weeks now. And can we all just remember a time when these were announced and all three of us. <laughs> I were, shit on them so hard, Sheena. We're hardcore I shit on them. So hard. on them. Yeah, 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 we were. Yeah, we I'll, were ba- we were bagging on these figures so hard. I'm, I'm man um, enough to admit when Marco was wrong. I, I'm totally man <laughs> yeah, enough yeah, to me, admit that. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it's, <laughs> no, it's... <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, they're not. I mean, they're they're not like, I don't know. They're not as cool as the retros, but they're something different. Like, I don't want to collect. I'm not in Marco's place where I want all of them. But um, mm-hmm. I mean, the Macho Man is is the one I picked up because I'm doing all Macho Man figures and. You know, for my son, I think he really likes them, and I, I, you know, they're they're definitely better than I thought they were going to be. I'll I'll say that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, what do you guys think about this new uh, fan fan selector fan ta- oh fan takeover is what it's called yeah. fan takeover line with um uh, Rollins? Surprise, surprise! We're going to get another another Rollins figure, and you know, I mean, <sighs> I, I'll take give me give me all the Rollins figures. I'm not going to shit on it, but I know there's a lot of people out there that their eyes just like rolled in the back of their head whenever uh, they found out it was going to be Rollins for the first uh, fan takeover. Yeah, game. that that wouldn't be the first one I would roll out because there's been so many of him in the top picks and the uh, top elites, whatever all those lines are. You know, it's just kind of loses its luster, even though the three outfits that they have as options are pretty cool. Yeah, but I mean, people aren't even thinking far down the line here. I mean, what what are they going to do? I mean, I'm sure they'll probably do a Cena or they'll probably do a Styles or something. But I'm sure we're going to get some some different you know wrestlers on here that that could be. Really, I don't know. You know it it's got to be somebody who's got very distinctive looks for their for their event looks. You know what I mean? Because yeah. somebody like Cena, he looks the same all the time. AJ's gear kind of looks the same all the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? So True. like yeah. Rollins, Rollins really does a good job like changing up his um, his ring gear for big events and stuff. So I don't know who. I mean, I can't think of off the top of my head who yeah, is someone right. else that either. always who, can't, Roman. <laughs> it wouldn't be Roman or Strowman no, because be, no, it'd be Ray Mysterio. Yeah, Ray oh, Mysterio. Yeah. Yes, Ray Mysterio would be would be a good one. Um, I can totally see them doing that because the three looks that we have here are the WrestleMania. 35 when he won the universal championship it's like is his standard pretty much a standard look um with a little bit of extra flair it's like the black and like the gold with all the piping down the pants and on the vest and then you've got the the SummerSlam when he SummerSlam 2018 when he had the thanos like look going on uh with the gold leg the only thing I, i think about that though is that you know with all the licensing and stuff i don't know if that is even a possibility for them to actually do that or if they're just giving us that as an option and if they if it actually gets chosen they'll be like uh chicago bulls (laughs) you know um (laughs) but uh and then there's the survivor series 2019 when he wore like the the michael jordan inspired chicago bulls ring gear so yeah pretty i mean three really really good figures i think i would probably vote for the thanos um I'm, I'm going to vote for the Thanos. So you, go, you can go to WWE.com and you can vote for the uh, the Fan Elite figures. They're going to do a different one every week, I think. 
is what they said. Oh, it's every week. I think so. Marco, check that for me. But how did we not get a? How did we not get a um, Seth Rollins with WrestleMania 34 with the Night King? Yeah. Oh. I mean, I, like, like I said, I think it's a licensing thing. I, I think, you know, um, George R. R. Martin probably like roll over in his grave if he thought, you know, WWE fans were using his his likenesses. <laughs> um, but uh, oh, I guess he's not dead. But, you know, the, you know, you know what I meant by the expression. He may yeah. as well be he may as well be dead if he's not going to write another book. Sorry, Joe, George R. R. Um, <laughs> But um, anyway, I, yeah, I, that's that's the, one of the figures. Like one of my most wanted figures is that Night King Seth Rollins. Like I popped so freaking hard for that. How about give uh, me give me three different Charlottes? When, when was the last time we got a Charlotte figure? She's had so many cool outfits. Like that would be a great. Well, one. they probably looked at the Charlotte skew um, from Walmart <laughs> and how it how it literally melted the pegs off. We, so we sold yeah, ten. Of, we only like, sold ten of these. Yeah, they're they're never gonna make another Charlotte Elite again. That, those Probably days are not. those days are gone. So they're like, oh shit, Charlotte, and th- and like, it just kills me because that yeah. figure was super mage when it first came out. I was like, God, this figure is so good. I love this figure. And then it just started showing up everywhere, and I was like, oh wow, okay. Yeah, I wonder why because they, I mean, she obviously is one of the biggest two or three names in the women's division. For yeah. for that figure not to sell and for her not to get many figures is crazy, you know. Yeah, I mean, it just had to be. It just had to be overproduced. I mean, I think the figure sold, but once the people who had the figure that you know, the people who wanted it got the figure, it, they just kept like making them or producing them, or they made too many, and it was just like, okay, well, we don't need these anymore. You know what I mean? So it was just kind of. I think it was just overproduced. Yeah, it doesn't say actually that it's every week. It just says keep checking back with WWE.com. Just like for your WrestleMania tickets. Yeah, just keep checking back and then you'll see different ones pop up. Apparently, it doesn't give you like any, like a weekly thing or anything like that. So, um, WWE loves to be big. Would Bret Hart be awesome? Like, you know, I think I'd make a great figure with three different looks and things like that. I think I'd be really good with that. I don't know why they pick (laughs) Seth Rollins to do it. Oh, you, you, you're, <laughs> you're, you're you're doing a tiny crossover of, of Stone Cold. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot of Stone Cold in there. Yeah, it's, it's Stone Cold. I'm gonna edit that one out too. I'll edit that. I'm gonna edit all yeah, this stuff out of here. In. Yeah, it's a work yeah. in progress. I'll keep it. I'm gonna keep it's it in. I'll keep it in. Feels a whip. Feels the yeah. Feels the master editor. Of oh our yeah. Podcast. Yeah. Yeah. We call it a whip. All right. It's work in progress. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't think of who else would be like Shawn Michaels. They've done to death. So I mean that's not one mm-hmm. Finn Balor they've done to death like I I can't really think of who else that has multiple outfits that they could really do in this situation I mean I love some throwbacks what? like that like Warrior or Hogan or the somebody Warrior like that but there's still H. but there's so many of those figures too you know what I mean with like all the legends lines and the yeah. elites and all of the like you know the Hall of Fame um, line that they did for Target like there's so there's so many like like legends figures out there it's it's really hard um what's funny is that i I, in my mind right now i'm imagining as people are listening to this part of the podcast they're like yelling out like all these suggestions like you idiots (laughs) duke the jumps are drossy come on (laughs) yeah (laughs) booger what the hell (laughs) yeah the the rock might be well i don't know the rock once he got in his actual like you know prime he was pretty much the same all the time but um I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know, man. It's it's really it's that's tough because I'm thinking oh, like Undertaker, who? maybe. 
Do we say Undertaker yet? They're 100% going to do an AJ Styles in this line. Oh, yeah, 100%. definitely. Yeah. 100%. Like, oh, do you want, do you so want boring. gold AJ Styles or do you want blue AJ Styles or do you want <laughs> red AJ Styles? Like, you know, black with red, black with bolt, or black with blue. Your choice. Yeah. All right. Well, it is a cool idea. I like that. I mean, it would be cool once we get into further, further down into some random people when we could pick, you know, uh, even if they don't do the same, you know, different outfits. If we do like, uh, you know, like a comma or a Papa Shango or a Godfather figure or something like that. You know, there's a lot. Oh of things yeah, yeah. Uh, Give us some suggestions. Do. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily have to be ring gear. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Corporate Steve tweeted it out like, you know, everybody go vote what you want to see. I was and I tweeted back from the Chick Fil A account. I was like, I like the the time he uh, won the the King of the Ring in 1994 under the name Owen Hart. That's my favorite Seth Rollins figure. Oh my god! Make that one, please. Um, Uh, Give us Owen, Owen and a Gooker. Let's get into our random merch of the week. This is a still unsponsored segment on the show. Uh, So if you'd like to sponsor it, hit us up. Uh, What do we have here this week, Sheena? So this is um, in honor of Bulldog getting his long overdue Hall of Fame induction. This is a rare vintage 1988. WWF George the Animal Steel Mine Plush plus a British Bulldog Matilda Plush. So you get both of them. They're used, but they are in really good condition. Uh, there's lots of there's lots of figs, you know, or not figs. There's lots of picks, um, and you can see that the, the plushes are actually in really really good condition. And you can get them for the small price of only twenty five hundred dollars. Free wow. expedited That's shipping, it? though. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny because the description says, uh, the description says, you know, he's he's not even, he doesn't care whether he sells them or not. He says, WWF, <laughs> Matilda, and Mind Plush in excellent condition, both very rare. Matilda is missing the tag, which is, which is the only flaw with her, and the mine is complete and extremely clean. Thanks for looking. I'm okay with not selling it, just showing fellow collectors two classics. So, you know, he's like, he, he, he really priced it high so that, uh, you know, if, you, if you're really motivated, you can grab it, but he really wants to hang on to these, apparently. It's pretty cool. Yeah, they are pretty cool. Like plushes were a lot bigger thing back in the the 80s and early 90s than they are now with WWE merch. Yeah, that is uh something I wish they would get back into. I, I mean, I love as a as a father of a young son to have like some pl- I mean, he has one of those AJ Styles ones. I know uh ringside did the 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 Hardy Boys ones, but you know, kids love like my my son has like a bed full of like 50 different pillows and all mm-hmm. kinds of stuff that he sleeps yeah. with yeah. so you know they we they call it, we call them stuffies around oh, yeah. here oh yeah we do we stuffies. do too. stuffies yeah, yeah. they're like it's, they're, any any plush animal is a stuffy and we actually got um one of our awesome followers from Australia got us a uh, a koala and it was part of the WWE live like it was like a super you know like it's like a random piece of merch, you know what I mean? I'm like, in ten years, this thing's gonna be like, you know, a really yeah. cool random yeah, piece yeah. of merch, you know, from Australia. But it was like a little koala wearing a WWE shirt. So yeah, Zach yeah, Ryder's gonna others. try to buy that from you in a couple years. Yeah. I'm, hey, I'm gonna hang on to it, and make sure I hit him up. He's like, <laughs> he's gonna be on his podcast. Like, does anybody have a koala from the you know Super Showdown Under? <laughs> God. Um, all right, Retro Wrestling Recommendation of the Week, sponsored by our friends at Pro Wrestling Tees. You can find our stuff uh, there. They're always doing some really good sales 
on their website. This is WrestleMania 14, Stone Cold versus Shawn Michaels. Is this when um, our boy Mike Tyson was the referee, I'm assuming? Yes, it is. I only picked it because it's Monday is a 316 day, so I figured we uh, it's WrestleMania season as well. Um, so if you don't get to watch WrestleMania the live this year, you can actually go back and watch this one. Um, it is yeah. uh, the buildup is, I mean, amazing. If you if you have the network, definitely go back and watch the 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 Raws go uh, leading up to Mania. They're probably some of the best television you'll see in a while, um, especially the episode where Mike Tyson actually appears on Raw, and then they have that face off yeah. and everything, which is really. I mean, I, I watch that. There's a um, that's where like the, a, that's where the money the money goes flying out of his pockets, right? Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he like he like gets him pushed and just like hundred dollar bills and like just go like flying yeah. out of Mike Tyson's pockets. <laughs> I don't know if it was a shoot or a work, but the when you see it, like all the people that were on Mike Tyson's crew were like picking up the money. Yeah, so I'm like, it has to it has to be real money because they're just like <laughs> scooping it back up, you know? Yeah, like this wasn't supposed to happen. Pick up his money. He's yeah. gonna kill us. Um but yeah that um this they actually um on the WWE network, I'm not sure if it's still up, they had a playlist of uh uh, Austin versus McMahon. So it was like all the segments, not really the matches that they had because they had very few matches, but it's all like the interactions that they had. And um, I was watching that one, and that one, like, if you watch it again, you'll still get like like chills watching it. Just like seeing uh-huh. that whole, like, the whole face off with Mike Tyson and Stone Cold. Because if, you, if you've seen it live when it actually happened and then you watch it back again, you're like, holy crap. These are like two yeah. of the biggest, like, stars back in that time. And like, they're coming face to face and they're almost going to fight each other. And then Vince McMahon, like, saying, I hate you. You son of a bitch. You ruined it. You I ruined it. You awesome. ruined it, damn it. <laughs> you ruined it. You ruined it. He's like yelling at him. He's like kicking the ropes. And Stone Cold's being arrested and everything. It's it's really good. But yeah, uh, definitely go back and watch that. Match isn't that great. Uh, Stone Cold actually had Shawn Michaels on his podcast and they actually talk about the match and how great it wasn't <laughs> um, yeah stone cold was actually really pissed off i mean not pissed off about he just he went back to gorilla and like told vince i think the quote was that match was the drizzling shits yeah, um yeah. <laughs> and uh because he just i mean Shawn michaels was in a really bad place during this time yeah. you know this was right after he broke his back and he just yep. he he knew this was like the beginning of the end, you know, yeah, like yeah. It, was, it was a downward spiral. He was going to, you know, he didn't, he did not want to to do the job for, for Stone Cold Austin, Steve yeah. Austin, you know? Um, so it was really like a bad time for him. And I, everybody, I guess back then thought he was really hard to work with. Even Stone Cold Steve Austin thought he had like some sort of like grudge against him. And Shawn Michaels yeah. has come out since and said like, you know, it wasn't you, it was all me. You know, I, I was just, you know, he, he didn't think there was anything after that for him. You know, he just thought like, yeah. this is, this is the, this is the, the end and he was really bitter about it plus he was on like you know a shit ton of like pain pills and god knows what else so i can only imagine like that probably doesn't make you like the most awesome human being to be around you know yeah exactly and you also get to see uh pete rose get tombstone by kane which is pretty cool so that's another um nice cool tidbit. and you get to see i believe the rock and ken shamrock it's not, it's not a, it's pretty decent card it's like the who's who of that roster pull, back then yeah so. let me pull up that card because it's been yeah. a long time um but yeah that i mean the, the match wasn't the, like you said the match wasn't great but that the build was was really good and seeing stone cold steve austin win his first um title like his heavyweight title was pretty freaking awesome yep. you know right right here in the 
in the uh, city of Boston, he won his uh, first major title, the Birth of Stone Cold. Wow. The Stone Cold era was birthed here, which is yeah. Oh, Triple insane. Triple H defeated Owen Hart in this on this card. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Uh, Mark Marrow beated the artist far, formerly known as Gold Dust, and they had Sable and Luna ringside. Yep. Yeah, yeah, pretty cool. Uh, we are tentatively, you know, we've, we, things have been tough with the schedule and with everything going on, but we are tentatively going to record a Patreon exclusive episode next Friday night. I think Sheena, hopefully you're able to do this. Me and Marco said we're down. I don't know if you can or not. We're going to watch the Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, Iron Man match and do a power hour with adult beverages while we watch. Um, so we'll, we'll. Was that was that a was that a beer can clinging there? What was that? Yeah, that was a cling right there. Okay, yeah. cool. All right. I was like, Marco spilled his drink. Yeah. Oh no, I'm just I'm just giving you a, a little tidbit of what's going to happen next uh, next yeah. Friday. That's so. yeah. It'll be hard to yeah, keep track hopefully. there every sixty seconds, but it'll be you know fun a fun show for sure. Yeah, hopefully, um, you know, it's always dependent on, you know, it's not like we have anywhere to go, obviously. Once the kids are in bed, like, I'm in for the night. I can't, like, go out and, like, on on the town. But it's a a matter of whether they they stay in bed. That's always the the deciding factor is whether they stay asleep or not. Makes sense. So, uh, yeah, we have some cool stuff coming down the pike there. So that's a good retro wrestling recommendation. Now, you know, with your time off, if you're going to be off work, I know a lot of teachers listen to the show. Uh, you know, if you're a student, if you're going to be out for a while, you know, this is a good time to catch up on the network, man. That I haven't watched the FCW uh, documentary yet. I heard it was really good from the Major oh, Brothers. Oh, so good, so good. That the one, the Ruthless Aggression one was freaking awesome. I mean, it was great. Yeah, you know, um, they're gonna have more episodes coming out in the fall. And uh, WWE does those things so well. And I mean, I, f- I feel like those those are probably really hard to put together, and they take a lot of time, but. Man, I mean, give me give me one or two of those new a month, and I'd be I'd be happy. Like I would pay for that, and you know, and the all the old pay per views, you know, for nine ninety nine, no problem. Even if you, even if you know the rumors were true of them trying to move pay per views off of the network, you know, those, oh, yeah. those things are so good, man. You know, the yeah the the old content alone is is worth your nine ninety nine a month. Uh, we've just oh, gotten. Yeah. We just gotten spoiled having the the pay per views, you know what I mean? So yeah, it, it would be a hard pill to swallow to go back to, um, to paying for pay per views. But you know, I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do. I probably wouldn't watch every pay per view if I had to pay for everyone. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah. All right. Uh, so we have to do our giveaways. We uh, last week on the show here. Uh, we announced two giveaways, one for the women's uh, Elimination Chamber, one for the men's tag team match, or wait, what was that? Is that what we did? No, what, what no we it was the um, the Chamber, the Elimination Chamber yeah, match. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Okay, so uh, I'm going to give away, well, I'm, I'm going to announce the winner. It's Marco was donating the uh, the figure for the, the Cassius Ono figure for the men's, and the Page figure was donated by our good buddy Al uh alan who's uh, at red beard pirate one on twitter sheena go ahead with your winner and then i will announce mine okay here we go let me pick all right it is oh our our good brother 
Okay, is this Thom or is it Tom? Is he like Tom. short for Thomas? Tom, because Tom, it's Sliney. Tom Sliney. Sliney. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh wow. Okay. Yeah, our, our awesome. good buddy. Yeah, our good buddy Tom Sliney won the uh, page figure. So congrats, Home Skillet. Awesome man. He's he is a good dude. He is offered to we we me and him have something in the works for the for the Facebook page. We want to do some like uh, some wrestling card uh, live giveaways and videos and. Uh, stuff so we'll be doing that hopefully pretty soon uh i have the winner for the cassius ono that marco has donated and um running the uh sheenatron 5000 right now to pick that looks like it is george underscore tampa is our winner there uh one of our great followers on twitter so george I'm assuming you're in Tampa, so you're near the the home of WrestleMania, uh, but uh, you get uh, you get to win the Cassius Ono Elite figure. So, uh, congrats to both of you guys. We'll be sending those out to you in the next uh, seven to eight months. Uh, so look for that uh, then, uh, as soon as we can leave our houses. So yeah, I, I'm I actually like n- n- if if everything is would be okay if I could pay all my bills and like be paid for work. I would be 100% fine being stuck in my house for a month straight. I don't know about you guys. I mean, I, I say Well, I, I, I live that life, so... I know you do. You do. But, I mean, I just <laughs> yeah, feel like... You're I ahead have, of the curve. I have just so much... To, I would just, like, read books. I I just would, like... I don't know. I just... Maybe I would get probably get tired of it in, like, four days. But still, like, I would, like... I would find things to do, like, to occupy my time, for sure. Like, when When... I will say, whenever I was you know, child free whenever I had time to like spend in my house. I love being in my house. I I like being home um, because yeah, you can sit down, you can read a book, you can watch whatever the hell you want to on TV. Nobody needs a snack. It's like, it's great, you know? Um, But now I'm like, Oh my God, get us out of this house. Right? Like, it's just kind of like, I, I get cabin fever in here like really, really quickly. And I like to be, I like to be outside doing stuff. And I hate that everybody's freaking got coronavirus so yep. well, <sighs> uh, prayers up to tommy hanks don't take it <laughs> don't tank him from us please uh we, we will announce our next giveaway uh relatively soon we have a bunch of cool stuff in the pipeline we're always doing giveaways on our facebook page so check us out there and not only us there's random people in our you know tj and tom and a lot of these people that we talk about are doing random giveaways in our facebook page without even you know our knowledge, yeah. which which I'm totally fine with, I don't really care. I think it's pretty cool. You know, uh, Marco did one a couple weeks ago too. So yeah, there's there's a bunch of benefits for signing up and joining our Facebook page. And our buddy Daryl, uh, who signed up for our, uh, our highest tier on our Patreon, he got a, a Chick Foley T-shirt, and he will be co-hosting our show on our WrestleMania recap show uh, if there is a WrestleMania. So hopefully uh, that does happen because I love to have Daryl on the show. Um, Check us He's out. He's going to be assistant, assistant to the MVP. Assistant to gonna... the MVP, the regional MVP. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's a good title. Uh, assistant to the regional MVP. You can check us out at chickfoleyshow.com. That's the best place to hit us up there. And uh, guys, next week, uh, I guess we'll just make sure we check in and make sure everyone's still alive. Uh, we'll uh, have plenty of food uh, here to last me. And I, I think my work is now shut shut down where they're not going to have us come in anymore. So um, oh, obviously I only go to the office once a week for like two two hours. So uh, it's not a big deal for me, but um, it'll be interesting. But yeah, but you got to be, you got to be out in the public. You know what I mean? I Dealing do. Yeah. With the, uh, you know, 
all, all, all of that kind of stuff. So yeah, stay, stay safe out there, Marks. I feel like our America's obsession, well, I guess worldwide obsession with like the zombie apocalypse. Like, I feel like we've all collectively manifested this. I was thinking today yeah. how weird it would be if, if like this was like the beginning of a horror movie and all these people that died from coronavirus like came back to life. Like, oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's it's literally it's like how The Walking Dead you know starts. Like this is this is what we've we've created for ourselves. Our obsession with zombies has yep. uh, has come back to has come back to bite us. Yeah, no, it's no our fault. Intended. It is our it's fault. Not- as long as they're not the twenty-eight days later zombies, I'm fine. Oh man, those are well, the they worst. They can run super yeah. fast. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm not running one of them. Yeah. What's the no. Brad Pitt? What's the Brad Pitt zombie movie? Z World War World War Z. Yes. Those zombies are fast too. No, I need like freaking George Romero style, like fumbling drunk so, zombies. Yeah. Yeah. Where you can just like push them over, basically, and it's just get in my way. Yeah. 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 Oh, For we sure. can't forget the. Uh, not to catch you guys off, we can't forget who won the title. Uh, we almost overlooked this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. I still don't know what so you're you... talking about. So what are, oh, the, uh, the, the chick, the chick Foley 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 Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. Come on. Oh, you don't, you're, if, even if you win, you have to forego it because you, you don't even yeah, appreciate. His... No, I thought you were talking about like on the paper, like on Elimination Chamber or something. I was like, what is he talking about? Oh, no, this is way more important. This no, this is 100% is more, more important. important. Yeah, more, more than the Universal, more than the AEW, more than the World, the WWE Championship. This is way more important. I was psyched, I'm not going to run. I was psyched when I heard that Sami Zayn won the title because I knew oh, I earned a point. There. So... <laughs> So here's the thing, so uh, I'll, we'll just we'll just cut right to the chase. So you picked, so Sheena picked Braun to win, right? Right. You picked the other three. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. How does this work? Do we? It wasn't. So, yeah, it was just. Team. No, it doesn't matter. He he got the he got the other three. If any of the other three got the win, okay. then he 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 goes over. So I picked right, Braun, so. and I gave I gave him the collective other other three jabronis. Yeah, he so he uh, because they didn't he, really uh, they didn't really tell us how it was gonna work. How how was the match set up? Because I obviously yeah, didn't, didn't watch it. Was yeah, it? A, they didn't say they, they didn't say it was gonna be a handicap match or anything. They just said it was them three versus Braun. So it was st- it wasn't like a four. Of, it wasn't a four way match. It was just them against no. Braun. No, were they yeah. ta- were they tagging yes. each other in or? Yeah, no, not oh, they really. Yeah, they all stupid. just like it doesn't. I, mean, I don't know why I asked. I don't it doesn't matter. Care. He, stupid. So Sami Zayn won. So if we're counting that, then uh, Phil is the winner of the. No! Oh my god! Because he yes. picked Alistair Black to win as well. Oh, son of a. And Alistair me. Black kicked AJ's head off. We didn't talk about that either. That Black Mass was like one of the greatest Black Masses ever. And he oh, literally man. like knocked his out of his mouth. He knocked his head into the third row. That's how bad it was. But yeah, you guys picked a lot of both. But oh, you edged my. it out with. So she yeah. picked Sheena. Um, she picked Shayna to win. You picked everybody else. <laughs> that was your answer. Everybody yeah. else for that one. Yeah, I um, asked her if I could do that. She said yes, which I yeah. thought you know. And you guys really messed with me saying that uh, Oscar won. Thanks a lot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so no, you you won anyway. You won by uh, huh. Alistair and. And uh, technically, Sami Zayn because he picked no. all three. Yeah. So he's the new champion. You might he might be holding that because we might not have another pay per view in months. Yeah. So he might be the longest reigning defending. 
Chick Foley uh, Prediction Champion winner. This, this is unacceptable. I'm taking a picture with the belt right now to send to you guys. We may need actually need a title. Like we may we might have to have one like actually made. Yeah, we should have a, something know. made. We have to JB, ship it together. Yeah, JB was hitting me up saying that we needed a Chick Foley show like official official title. So we we may have to we may have to look into that because we need to, we need to really make this thing important. Yeah. Do you want to wait till you win it back and then do it, or do you? Want to... Well, of course, <laughs> yes, yeah. He, Phil cannot be the inaugural <laughs> champion with with the actual belt. Like that cannot happen here. Okay. Again, oh. my name my name is on the building. Okay. Oh, that's oh, funny. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Well, now that I'm the champion, it feels good. It feels really. This is my first title reign. Sheena's Sheena's just been like running through competition here. So, uh, my God, I know. I go freaking have a baby, and this is what happens. I promise. <laughs> I promise to be a fighting champion. I'm going to defend it on Raw, Superstars, all the shows. Um, Main event as well. So yeah, we will be here for you guys uh, and to entertain you while uh, all of this craziness is going around outside. Uh, we're hoping to jump on here to do some bonus episodes as well. And uh, we thank you guys for listening. We appreciate it. Uh, check us out, chickfoleyshow.com. Anything to add before we get out of here, guys? I, I put a live video, I forgot, on the Facebook page about me trying the new uh, ice cream bars. You guys didn't talk you about did, that. That's right. I haven't found them yet. I'm re- I'm still looking for them because I'm going to find them and I'm going to hack them and I'm going to make them delicious. Oh, I like that. Make a little little chef, a uh, little chopped, little chopped action. Oh yeah, nice. oh yeah. I yeah, need. They, I just need. I just need to find them. They definitely need something. They're they're missing something. The ice cream in the middle. It's like that that fake. Oh yeah, uh, vanilla I already ice know. Cream. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I, it's hard to put my finger on it. Like, what's it? What's it's it? like? It's like airy. It's like it's like the same ice cream that comes in those little cups with the wooden paddles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. it's it's like it's like infused with like like frothy you know it's not like it doesn't have like that dense like haagen-dazs like consistency you know like real ice cream you can tell it just got like blowed out of a machine onto these cookies okay use a lot of gross words in those sentences there so (laughs) frothy frothy and bloated very moist (laughs) bloated bloated you said bloated the ice cream was bloated out and it was frothy. Frothy, yeah. <laughs> frothy is a delicious word. Do you guys uh, not? You don't, you, nah. don't, you don't drink coffee or cappuccinos. Like froth is where it's at. Okay, all right. Foam, well. Maybe foamy is a better <laughs> word for that. Foamy instead of frothy. All right. Foam this is, uh, froth. It's all this is going off the rails <laughs> here. So let's sign off. Uh, we thank you guys. Definitely hit us up on social media. We love seeing you guys post your photos of any, uh, you know, of your collections of. When you're out fig hunting, make sure you use the hashtag, hashtag fig, fig hunting when you're out there. And um, what's the email? Ask at gmail at uh, chickfoleyshow.com. And then we have not set up the ass at chickfoleyshow.com, but no, that not hopefully, yet. Not yet. yeah, that'll be coming soon. Uh, yep. Thank you guys. And uh, stay classy. Mark, we'll talk to you next week. Peace. All right. You know, as being a WWE superstar, traveling all around the world, I meet hundreds and hundreds of people a day. And now is more important than ever before to practice our hygiene. You know my mantra is get these hands. Right now, I need everybody to wash these hands.